This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in iTunes. I'm thrilled to be here today and be talking about this really critical issue of uh, technology and, and older adults. Um, I want to do a quick um, presentation of just kind of a little bit about the work that we're doing, but I'll begin just with a brief uh, snapshot about myself so that it's not just the PowerPoint and what we've been doing at Oats uh, for the last 17 years. Uh, about uh, 17 years ago, 2004, I got together here in New York City with a group of other volunteers and activists, and we started a nonprofit organization that was dedicated to helping older people learn how to use technology and get on the internet. And we worked together for about uh, uh, five or six years, really just uh, connecting with uh, community organizations around New York and, and uh, developing different models to help people get engaged. And it eventually culminated in a program called Senior Planet, which is the sort of main framework that we've been using going forward around uh, aging and technology. So I'm going to tell you, uh, show a few slides, tell the story of that. Getting right to the point here, we've been, this is a quick uh, kind of timeline of what we've been doing here. OATS is a nonprofit organization. We are a social impact organization. So um, our, our goal here is not simply to, you know, judge ourselves by whether or not people um, are learning technology as a, a kind of um, market activity, but really what we're interested in is making sure that the work we do has some kind of relevance to aging and to social outcomes that we're interested in. So several years ago, about almost 10 years ago now, we did a uh, uh, kind of strategic plan with our board of directors, and we found that um, our mission, which had been focusing more on technology, should be adapted to focus more on aging. And so our current mission statement for the last uh, nearly 10 years is we harness the power of technology to change the way that we age. And that focus has really helped us zero in on the linkages between uh, teaching and training on the one hand and uh, outcomes such as social determinants of health and social engagement, uh, people's health and wellness, uh, things like sleep patterns, financial security, um, civic engagement and participation, and even creative expression. We have people uh, doing you know, book clubs and music events and writing plays and being active in different kinds of engagements. When we first started out with this program all the way back in, you know, uh, 2004, we were, we didn't have our own centers. We didn't feel that we needed to because New York City uh, has 240 senior centers and there are plenty of operations that have uh, computer labs and places to work. But as we got developing with the different models, we found that there was a need to showcase what was possible with technology. So we started this center in Manhattan called Senior Planet. And ever since then, our, our Senior Planet model has been uh, to grow these kinds of uh, technology engagements for older people, focusing on uh, what we call these five impact areas, so social engagement and health and wellness and such like. And we've actually created before and after surveys and evaluated the impact of programs and used that as a way of building back more uh, impactful models for growth and development with, with our initiatives. By 2014, we had taught over 10,000 classes. All of our programs are free to the end user. And a typical engagement would be between five and 10 weeks, a person would come in and we target programs at people over the age of 60. And um, they would come in twice a week for five weeks or twice a week for 10 weeks if they were uh, part of a series of courses. And at the end of that, they would be very successful and confident using email and internet um, and being able to activate um, a device of some sort. It's typically a PC or an iPad or a Chromebook 
And then we develop that course into five different languages. So we teach it. Uh, our basic courses are in English and Spanish and Chinese and Russian and also Bengali. Recently, we started teaching in Vietnamese and, and uh, other uh, translated languages around the country. And a few years ago, we expanded outside of New York uh, into programs in upstate in a rural area, uh, which, which in, uh, kind of uh, incubated our interest in, in focusing on rural older adults and then launched programs in San Antonio, Texas, uh, Palo Alto, California, and uh, Montgomery County, Maryland. So we were kind of beginning to expand nationally. Uh, big grants from different foundation funders and, and also uh, philanthropic sources like the Humana Foundation enabled us to do these growth, uh, engage in these growth efforts. And then um, very excitingly, uh, this year we uh, affiliated with AARP. So We've gone from being a small, like literally a tiny little program at one location in Bedford-Stuyvesant with me sitting in a, a lab with a bunch of older adults trying to figure out what people wanted to learn uh, and, and with a notebook and, and, you know, sketching out curriculum to the point today where we have over 100 staff working around the country. Uh, we're working to develop a 50-state model with the ARP teams around the country, and we've been able to really make a difference for uh, actually hundreds of thousands of people that have come to the programs and participated in person and online. Uh, so it's really made a big difference in terms of this footprint here. Uh, currently, this gives you a, a sense of sort of where we started with our, our footprint and our, our, our initial engagements. And these Senior Planet centers exist now in the different locations marked here. Uh, San Antonio is actually um, doesn't have a center yet, but they will eventually. And uh, the city of San Antonio just engaged in a long-term partnership with us. We're excited about that. And in each of those areas, we, first of all, work next to the older folks that we're working with. So there's a lot of co-design going on in the centers and in the labs. We tend to focus on mainstream devices and applications so that people are learning um, not just a, a program that's sort of senior focused, but also something broader that may have application uh, that's more mainstream, that their friends and family and, and neighbors and people that they're looking at on television are using. And then finally, virtually all of the OATS programs are partnerships with some kind of partner in the community. Um, with COVID happening, like everybody else, we did what everybody's calling the digital pivot, where we converted all of our courses online. And since doing that, we've had uh, phenomenal participation in classes. We've got health courses that have people, uh, over 400 people at a time taking, uh, participating in them. We're working with about 22,000 engagements a month. Some of those are more than uh, come more than once during the period, but we're uh, definitely working with tens of thousands of people around the country. And our net promoter score on programs like this has actually gone up to almost a night. Actually, this last month, it was a 90. So people are very positive about the courses they're taking. Um, we've been doing advocacy work, helping build programs around the country to help people get access to technology and connectivity. And the training has been kind of a, a central part of everything that we're doing. Um, on the program impact, we've done 7,300 uh, virtual programs since COVID started. Uh, we've been doing, uh, we've had 361,000 engagements, which is people coming onto the sessions and participating. And we've been doing capacity building sessions increasingly with partners around the country, um, helping people learn how to use these, uh, use the digital channels to work with their um, their partners um, and, and their, their constituents themselves. That's been very successful. And we're running for the first time ever uh, a series of programs to license Senior Planet programs and content to partners uh, who can help implement it in their communities. I could talk more about that in a moment. 
As I mentioned, we have these five impact areas. This is a quick snapshot of what they are. These are all photographs, by the way, of actual participants at Senior Planet programs and our advocacy or our uh, the, one of the women here is in our entrepreneurship program. Um, we've done all sorts of work um, with libraries and, and museums. And then our fitness programs where we've uh, trained thousands of older adults to get uh, connected with their bodies and go out and even gone to fitness centers in, in groups and gotten people um, able to feel more safe and comfortable working um, um, exercising in, in groups and fitness environments. Um, that's been one of our main programs. Our morning stretch class has about 400 people participating per day. And we also have, we've been adding recently things on uh, Tai Chi and Fit Fusion workouts and different things. We're finding that this uh, wellness and fitness programming is a real high priority for people. Once they learn the technology basics, that's a direction that a lot of people are taking it. Most recently, we've been highlighting uh, stories of older adults that are fit and active, and we just had a kind of a neat breakthrough uh, this last, uh, about two weeks ago. Uh, we sponsor uh, five athletes each year who can be, um, they don't have to be very high uh, level in terms of competitiveness. Some of them are folks that are recovering from an injury or simply doing something like, uh, you know, one of them does lawn bowling, but he's really excited about sharing that with other people and sharing his fitness journey. And one of our senior planet sponsored athletes got a silver medal in the world championships about two weeks ago uh, in powerlifting. And this is her, her name's Abby. And uh, she's, you know, really helping uh, set the standard for people creating a real positive perspective on older adults using um, not just being fit, but also using technology to help evangelize and share their stories and learn from others as well. So uh, we sort of wrap a lot of technology programming into the outcomes that we're looking for. Um, recently, we asked people what they were uh, doing with internet, why it was important to them during the quarantine. Uh, of course, lots of people said Zoom, but interestingly, we got a lot of people talking about connections with friends and family. Uh, uh, a lot of people talked about exercise classes, but roughly equal numbers talked about uh, going to uh, church services and being uh, spiritual online. Many people asked about vaccination information and news, lots of people doing Facebook, but not quite as many as some of these other elements and cultural events. And then there's really a whole range of other activities, online banking and shopping and social activities and things like that. So we're finding a real diversity of activities that people are participating in online. And then most recently, we sponsored a thing called Aging Connected, supported by the Humana Foundation. It's a national effort to get older people signed up for the internet at home. We did a research report and we found that um, large numbers of older people are not participating at the same uh, rates as the younger population in terms of using different types of technology. Internet use is lower. Uh, most of these elements are 20 to you know, almost 30% uh, lower in terms of participation by older adults. And particularly the broadband gap at home is something that we're zeroing in on. 58% of older people in America have internet at home, which means that 42% do not. And uh, of that group, that, that's about 21.8 million people that are currently uh, still needing to get uh, broadband at home in order to participate in the kinds of initiatives that so many people are using uh, on their daily, in their daily lives. So we've been advocating around the country to get people more active about this and also showcasing that these are, there are equity issues where a lot of the people that are not online are disproportionately Medicaid enrollees or people with functional impairments or people that have uh, the report frequently depressive symptoms all more likely to be off the internet and need help getting uh, online at home. There are all these elements around demographics and race and income and, and rural residents that tend to predict people being offline. And it's become a real social justice challenge for people to close that digital divide for older adults. Um, 
obviously COVID has magnified the impact of this because so many of the people that have passed away from COVID obviously are older, but connectivity and the lack of access to information and support through digital channels makes it harder for people and harder for people to stay safe. Um, we identified a series of paths forward, obviously helping people learn about the value of broadband, expanding access to low-cost offers. There are new subsidy programs available, the emergency broadband benefit and other sources of uh, resources for older people to get online, in many cases with government uh, funding and support, and also prioritizing the social equity components of this and helping other uh, communities out there develop content and support localized efforts to bring people online and support people when they go online. For people that want to get in touch, here's a quick sort of rundown of ways to connect with Senior Planet just so that you can uh, find us online. Seniorplanet.org is the best place to start if you're looking for programming. Uh, again, all of our programs are free. They're generally targeted at people over the age of 60, uh, although we get many people uh, between the ages of 50 and 60 that participate, and we get people all the way up into over 100 years old that have participated in programs. So you'll find a real range of things on seniorplanet.org, but classes are there, um, book clubs, programming. It's a great place to start. Learning more about OATS, the organization, you can take a peek at OATS.org and learn about our licensing program if there are people in communities that want to get, get involved, different kinds of client projects that we do, and learn more about the affiliation with AERP and how that's been developing. And then the Aging Connect initiative is helping people get online and we do have tech hotlines available for people that need direct support and uh, referrals in terms of what to do while they're trying to connect to the internet so that's pretty much the story that i want to share thank you folks for for listening to that you've been listening to a podcast by university of california television for more information about this program or uctv visit us online at uctv.tv